Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, as he is every Tuesday hanging with me. Jeanette Javier tomorrow, Friday Night Lights, Stone Lebanowitz as we get uh, our number two underway. Stone running things. It's time now for the listening lunch here on ESPN 106.3. The audio clips you absolutely need to hear. And then we break them down for you all in the listening lunch at the top of the 1 o'clock hour. And so last night, I think, Theo, you can agree, Baker Mayfield, not good. Yeah, not good at at all. Being a quarterback or the commercials? Because I thought the commercials were entertaining. He's becoming much, much more proficient at at shooting commercials than he is throwing a football. Great actor. Troublesome for the Browns. But this morning on FS1, you had the uh, the Daily Yell Fest with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, and this was their discussion about Baker Mayfield. I saw 127 yards of Baker hurt, sucking it up after he had gotten the you-know-what kicked out of him by getting sacked nine times. Skip, think about what you're doing. You're commending a man that threw for 127 yards. Hurt. 127. He he probably needs surgery tomorrow, and and he may well get it tomorrow or the next day. Skip, he's not in. Hmm. Well, okay, so that's what you've been saying, but, but you, you know, you just discount the fact of what did we see as a rookie and what did we see last year? We saw franchise. Oh, whoa, you know, we whoa, saw. I got to agree with Shannon Sharp. Baker ain't it. Baker Mayfield gets more credit for his personality than any other player in the NFL. He is so limited, and I'm sorry. If I'm going to have people coming at me every single week about Tua, Every single week about Tua. Oh, he has a rag arm. Oh, he's not good enough. He can only play in the RPO. Oh, he's only throwing the 7.3 yards per attempt. Oh, he doesn't throw for 300 yards. If I'm going to hear that every single week about Tua, whose team just had a seven-game winning streak snapped, then I damn well start better hearing it about Baker Mayfield. Because that guy, we've seen a body of work. And that body of work, other than a season where there were no fans in the stands at all, it's mediocre to bad. It's nothing over mediocre from Baker Mayfield. Period. He's not it. That's right. <laughs> He's not it. No way. He's legit not it. And, and I think the biggest thing for me with Baker Mayfield is he's best when they find ways to take the ball out of his hands when they find ways to create, like Kevin Stefanski and the Browns organization, they've done a great job of like trying to hiding cater. him. Yeah. And if you have to hide your quarterback in the NFL, like we're not talking about Steph Curry on defense or Trey Young on defense in the NBA. Like we're hiding a quarterback in the NFL, and that's troublesome. And and they're smart. They haven't paid him, so we're still good. If I see a contract float out there, you know, that's another story. I don't, I, 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 I do not know where Baker Mayfield has gotten this reputation. I mean, I heard Mike Greenberg earlier this year on ESPN 106.3 before the football season say that he thought that the Browns were going to win the Super Bowl. He said it on these airwaves because he trusted that much in Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is not good. Baker Mayfield is a bad quarterback. So much so that if Cleveland had any options and they don't, Nobody's going to want to actually come to Cleveland, though I did propose if two is indeed done with the Dolphins, maybe that becomes a landing place for him because at least he'll be efficient with the football. Yeah. But in in a universe where the Browns had some leverage in the offseason, there were some available names, Baker will be 
would be going into his final weekend as the Browns quarterback. I think he's that bad. And I understand he's been injured. He's wearing a harness. No, 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 no. His issues had been clearly visible. His lack of accuracy, his poor pocket presence, his uh, inability to uh, find the open man. Those have been out there already, even before the injuries for him. He's not good. Yeah, he's not good. It shows that even a guy like Matthew Stafford, who has struggled, has been doing very well with Odell Beckham Jr. and working him in and getting mm-hmm. him into the end zone. Like, what was it, like six touchdowns with the Browns, yeah. and now he already has like five with the Rams? Yeah. Like, Baker Mayfield isn't very good at quarterback. He's not the kind of guy that you're going to like. And the Browns have the infrastructure where if they brought a quarterback in there, they, they're they Super Bowl contenders. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you love having Nick Chubb taking a majority oh of carries? All, all, Baker Mayfield, the pressure, there is so little pressure on him yeah. to do the bare minimum because of that running game and because of that O-line. And he has not been able to get it done other than a season last year that, let's be clear, it's becoming increasingly, increasingly obvious. That was a very fluky season last year. There were some teams that I think were good solely because there was no such thing as a road disadvantage a season ago. Yeah, and it's proven out the numbers that the road disadvantage isn't even really in effect this year. But also, that was a Kevin Stefanski year. Like That was a year where he mapped out plays and drew that offense up, and it worked out perfectly where he was getting the ball out of Baker Mayfield's yeah. hands quickly to playmakers. And I want to hear I want to hear Shannon one more time. I, I just need to hear. Let's just hear Shannon, his thoughts on uh on Baker Mayfield. Let's see if uh if Shannon can can tell Theo what uh yeah. give Theo what he wants to hear. Because I'm not sure he's not in. There, there it is. <laughs> he's not in. I just know that if we're waving the white flag on Tua after like a season and a half, we've had four years of Baker Mayfield. So we, we know what he is. Have they exercised the fifth-year option with him, or do we know? Like, is he a free? That's a good question. I actually do not know that. I'll have to check that out and see. But my thing is, it, they better not pay that man. They better not pay that man an extensive contract. They've done smart things. You would think that this would, uh, this would be not smart yeah. to continue to pay the guy. He's just I, – I wonder, to you, seeing him in all the commercials, the Baker Mayfield swag – the way he talks, conducts himself. Is is that is that hurting him? Is that where we think that he sucks more than he actually does because of the bravado? Or is the bravado what's keeping him from getting a ton of criticism as the bad quarterback of the Browns? I think the bravado... I think it helps him. I think it gives him a little bit of a reputation that he maybe doesn't deserve. Well, it makes us know who he is, but I think it also it, people don't like it. Like a lot of people that bring up all of that stuff, like him being thrown in our face in all of these commercials and and him being so popularized, it, it does turn people against him because we're like, yo, he hasn't earned that. Whereas, I mean, he's playing in the Cleveland market. We shouldn't be even hearing this guy's name or bringing up his name every week. But him being in those commercials kind of he's got the commercial appeal. He's polarizing. He's very polarizing, but even the Cleveland media is starting to turn on yeah, him, so it might I, be over. I think it helps him. I think the nation seeing him in all those commercials, they just think, oh, he must be good. He must be good. He's not. He's not. Ken Levick alive with Theo Dorsey here on ESPN 106.3, presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. 22 years doing it. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Listening to lunch 
here on Ken LaVica Live. Yesterday, Josh Cohn on the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina, which, by the way, now is 4 to 5.55 here on ESPN 106.3, new time. And then Evan Cohen has you for a couple of minutes at 5.55. They're talking about what they got for the holidays, talking about the holiday season, how it treated them. Standard discussion for a radio show coming off of the holidays, right, Theo? Of course. It's, of course. Uh, many, many, many shows did this. Tina started talking about her favorite gift. Uh, and uh, this was this was Christina Costanza, home team Tina, or Tina home team. I can't remember how, what she calls herself. This was her talking about her favorite gift. I got eight pairs of shoes this year, but there was one pair I was very excited about. I got some purple glittery Crocs. Wow. Wow. I was... I had, been, you, I, I had been yeah. asking for Crocs and just wanting Crocs for so long, but I, yeah. I just, I don't know why I never bought them. And I got some cute purple glittery Crocs. All right. There's a couple of layers to that. Okay. One, I've never heard anybody excited about getting Crocs yeah. like ever, ever. And not only that, it's the excitement of receiving the Crocs as a gift, the purpley Crocs, but it's also her saying, I've wanted Crocs for so long. Yeah, what? I um I like Tina a lot. Okay? <laughs> and her and I have a really, really good relationship. And she's quirky, but in a fun way. This is the first time that I've actually felt like something disturbing has come out of her mouth. What type of human being, and have you ever met a human being that has been one hundred percent excited, appreciative, best gift they've gotten because it's Crocs? And how many of you actually want Crocs? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I've never heard another human get excited about getting Crocs. How much are Crocs? I don't know, $5? I have no idea. Yeah, like, so why has she wanted Crocs for so long and just not went and got them? Right. She's acting like this is like a a, a, a Gucci bag. Yeah, that's my problem. Like, I've wanted Crocs I've for I've wanted so Crocs. Yeah, exactly. You could probably walk into a Payless, take them, and they're not going to say anything. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah, we've been waiting for those couple <laughs> yeah. shelves. Like, that's what, not buy one, get one. Just get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no buy one, get one. Yeah, yeah. it's get one. <laughs> get, get one, one get, get a second out. free. Right, yeah. exactly. Like, I... I I have never. Let's uh let's get Tina in here. Tina, if uh, if Tina has some time, she's around. All right, Tina, you need to explain yourself with the Crocs here because I have never ever Please. ever in my life heard anybody a excited about Crocs and b who has opined about their quest for Crocs mm. like Tina did yesterday. Um, you realize that Crocs are like two fifty, right? Like with a with a decimal between the two and the five, yeah. right? No, like, they're not. How much are they? Are you They're wearing like them right now? They're like $55. Uh-huh. I'm not wearing them right now. That's I should have. Purple. You I have sh- a purple shirt. She doesn't want to get them dirty. <laughs> no, I, I haven't figured out. I, well, no. Actually, our, our director of marketing and content told me that if I wore them to the office, I was banned. Uh, because they're Crocs. <laughs> they're Crocs. That's why. So what if they're Crocs? They're comfy. They're you, cute. I got two pairs you, for wait, Christmas, wait, wait. actually. You think, <laughs> wait, you, you got two pairs of Crocs? I got two pairs of Crocs. So, My family knew I wanted Crocs. There's one sparkly purpley, and then what was the other one? <laughs> the other one's like a light yellow. <laughs> so you what didn't is like it, those. What is it about Crocs that are cute? Is it the fact that we can see your disgusting toes no, through them? No, you can't. Is it the fact they're, that they're like bulky and rubbery? What is it? They're, what do you mean they're comfy? You can just slide right into them. They can get wet. They're easy to wash. They're com- You can put little... Um, They're called... I forget what they're called. They're these little cute little charms you can put on the oh Crocs. Oh, my God. I, giblets? 
You Giblets. Oh, look, look, Giblets. Friday Night Lights knows what yeah. they are. I'm not surprised Friday Night Lights has a knowledge. I of, can't uh, wait to get Giblets and to literally just. Giblets? Giblets. Giblets. Isn't that what comes out of the turkey? Giblets. I don't know. I think that's a gobbler. Giblets? Go- giblets? Gobbler. I don't know. Giblets. Gobbler, the gobbler. I don't know. Giblets. I can't wait giblets. to just put all these cute little giblets on my Crocs, you know, a little paw print for my pups, uh, maybe uh, a little mic for the radio. See, so cute! It's like personality. Are, I'm looking Everyone at a picture right now. Everyone knows my personality on my feet. I'm looking at a picture right now of the Crocs with the giblets. Yes. Okay. You know who wears those? Children. Uh, Five-year-olds, Tina. <laughs> Five-year-olds. Kindergartners. Uh, I love them. How old are I've, you? Twenty-four. I'm getting way too old for this. Crocs place. are so yeah. in right now. I literally told this to our director of marketing, Courtney, that she was she doesn't like Crocs and. I don't blame her. I told her, I go, they're in right now. No joke. We went out and everyone is wearing Crocs. You go out to the store. (laughs) So many people are wearing Crocs. Crocs are in, Ken. You're just not in with the fashion yet. Theo will be there soon. Don't you worry. Ken. Here's my theory (laughs) on Crocs. Crocs. Here's my theory on Crocs. Okay, here's... And then my little giblets. Here are the three types of people that wear Crocs, okay? Five-year-olds, as we've established, okay? Uh, Here's the second group of people. The pandemic has caused people to completely give up. Crocs aren't a sure. give up shoe. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. Yes, they're no, like they're slides. not. And then there's yes, the are. the older folks that have constant joint pain and can't bend over, <laughs> and they are close to giving up, and they wear Crocs. Those are the three types of people that wear Crocs. They are a giving up shoe. The target no, audience. No, they're not. They're like sweat plant. Sweat sweat pants. Sweat pants. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. Let me, can I introduce in? you in the gym shorts I'm wearing to work today, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> but I've already, I'm open about how I've given You gave up, up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would sleep with a mattress on the floor. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, of I'm course. Dumpy. Well, I can't wait to put little cute giblets on my <laughs> purple glittery Crocs oh, and my light God. yellow Crocs. And I'm just going to rub it all on your face, Ken, and wear them to work all the time. This woman is like seven weeks away from getting married, and she is she is excited he about He fully supports Crocs. my Crocs. Crocs. No, I'm not. Listen, Scott likes what he likes. Yeah. That's fine. What I'm questioning <laughs> is I gotta what find you a little like. Ring, I got to find a little ring giblet and put that on my Croc. Oh, also, did you see your sign from Dean? I'm feeling Yes. It. Can you read it? Yes. It's, <laughs> yes. What does it say? It says... <laughs> And you know, he forgot a letter. <laughs> I think he forgot a few letters. Happy anniversary. Anniversary. So it's your anniversary? Today's my one year anniversary since being on home team. Happy anniversary. Right. Yes. Anniversary. Happy an- anniversary. Well, c- congrats on your achievement. You should have got me some Crocs, Ken, for that. <laughs> uh, congrats on your Crocs Thanks. as well. And um, I uh, I am actually, the more, the more Tina explained it to me, the more embarrassed I got. <laughs> For her about the Crocs. Uh, Tina's going to be on with uh, Josh and Dean. Josh Cohen on the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Four o'clock today here on ESPN 106.3 and perhaps more Croc talk from them. Thank you, Tina. Well, thank you for bringing me up in my glittery purple Croc. Uh-huh, you're welcome. And you're, uh, you're like and my yellow, yellow ones. Cro- yes, Crocs. She it's always nice. forgets the yellow ones. It's like the stepchild of her Crocs. No, because she's more excited about the purpley, I really ones. like. I like glitter, okay? okay? I really like glitter. <laughs> Crocs. I've never owned a pair of Crocs, and I don't plan on owning a pair of Crocs unless 
I steal them. (laughs) And unless I steal them, that is where I will wear a pair of Crocs. All right, let's continue on. Let's finish up here our listening lunch here on ESPN 106.3, where we have to, Theo, go all the way back to Saturday, where Aaron Rodgers' brother, Jordan, was on the SEC Network, and he was talking about the discrepancy between Alabama and Cincinnati and why, why, why this becomes problematic for the group of five in the college football playoff. Right, I mean, because this is what we were worried about. You have a talented Cincy team that's good on the outside, that fought really hard, but at the end of the day, you looked and saw two teams that physically were just different, and that's the difference between Alabama and the top tier and group of five teams right now, and, and maybe for the foreseeable future. All right, that's fine and all. And did Cincinnati get muscle around by Alabama in the college football playoff? The answer to that is yes. But Alabama does that to everybody in the playoff. Everybody. It doesn't matter what conference they're from. It doesn't matter what level of college football they're from. They are always the superior physical presence. And so what we saw Saturday was not only Jordan Rodgers, who we're going to pick on because we had the audio from him, but uh, countless names throughout college football and in sports media saying, told you so, this is why the group of five doesn't belong in the playoff. And it is absolutely asinine because they're holding up Cincinnati, who lost by fewer than Georgia did in the SEC championship game. It's impressive. Who are you people? It's impressive that people disclude that fact. And then they could have just waited two or three more hours and watched what happened to Michigan. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. In fact, if we don't think the group of five belongs in the college football playoff and Cincinnati was proof, if you eliminate Ohio State, the Big Ten shouldn't belong in the college football playoff because not Ohio State has been brutalized every time they've gone there. Michigan State. Shut out. I mean, absolutely massacred in that game. Michigan, that was over in the time it takes for me to clap five times. So if we're eliminating Cincinnati and that's a referendum on the entire group of five, then goodbye Big Ten. And Notre Dame, see you later. And Notre Dame, see you. Notre Dame can never, ever, ever be in there again. Nope, sorry about that. I mean, it it is amazing. How college football people, they don't want to see anything new. They love Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma. And they're okay with Georgia because it's the SEC. Yeah. And as soon as it deviates or a group of five dares to have a good season and get themselves into the discussion, nope, they can't compete at that level. They can't compete at that level. Even though Cincinnati went up to number five Notre Dame and beat them in South Bend mm. earlier this year. And I'll say this as well. Hey, Canes fans, if I see any more of you talking about how the group of five doesn't belong in the playoff, you of all fan bases have no room to discuss and no voice to proclaim who belongs in the college football playoff and who doesn't. Because that same Alabama team that beat Cincinnati on Saturday... Kicked you in the crotch and laughed at you in week one. Hey. You played them four months ago, and they <laughs> beat you significantly worse than they did Cincinnati. So don't you dare have any thoughts on a group of five, especially Cincinnati, 
in the college football playoff. Well, to be fair, we had all, all offseason to prepare for Alabama. Uh-huh. They had three weeks. Right. So right. they, you know, shorter time, they honed in on it more, uh-huh. whereas we were distracted all yeah, offseason. Sure, sure, sure. There was more focus on Cincinnati's <laughs> yeah, yeah. part. Did Cincinnati show that the group of five doesn't belong in the college football playoff? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Did Alabama's win over Cincinnati prove that the group of five just can't hang and doesn't belong in the college football playoff? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. That has been your listening lunch here on Ken LaVica Live. He's Theodore, CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. You'll see him on the tube tonight. We'll be back. I'm Ken LaVica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.